Welcome to Being a Successful Leader with Carl Welty. Carl is a leadership pioneer with years of challenging leadership and consulting experience. Here's Carl with some valuable insights, practical and proven methods for being a successful leader. Welcome to uh, the series, the podcast series, uh, Being a Successful Leader. I'm Carl Welty, your host. The intent is to provide you with valuable insights and practical and proven methods for being a successful leader. The series consists of 26 episodes covering three areas of emphasis. And these three areas of emphasis are what I consider to be essential elements of successful leadership. Number one, self-awareness. Number two, sound strategy. And number three, a culture of commitment. Each episode will run about 15 minutes to a half hour. And under each of these three elements, self-awareness, sound strategy, and culture of commitment, there'll be valuable, relevant, and very interesting topics uh, under each area. My passion has always been effective leadership and uh, organization, team, and, and leader effectiveness. And fortunately, through my professional career, I've been able to feed that passion through uh, various leadership roles I've had in a variety of settings, uh, through the uh, consulting I've done, the coaching I've done, the many leadership development series I put together and provided, and uh, continuous uh, studying. Along the journey, I've been able to uh, gather up a lot of what I consider to be very practical know-how. Leadership, as you know, is is not an art, it's a science. So in this series, you're not going to get precise formulas and absolute answers and that sort of thing. But like any art, uh, you have uh, various uh, concepts, tools, structures, processes, and such uh, to help you, in this particular case, develop your leadership art form. As we approach the first of the three areas of emphasis, self-awareness, uh, we'll be working through several episodes uh, and, and go through a sequence of first uh, developing the self-aware you, not that you're not already self-aware, but uh, hopefully deepen that a little bit. And then we need to couple that with a perceptive you so that uh, being more self-aware, you'll be also you know, more self-aware of what's going on, uh, people you're dealing with and the, and the situation. So self-aware you, perceptive you, and then a skillful you. We're going to spend a little time uh, on the back end of the self-awareness uh, segment to uh, look at uh, effective communication patterns and also uh, being self-adaptive, your behavior to fit the situation. All adds up to being a more effective you. Today's topic is the value of knowing the real you, value of knowing the real you. And uh, what this is all about is to discuss the significant value to be gained through a heightened state of consciousness, to surface your keys subconscious preferences and priorities to allow you to be more aware of the drivers of your thoughts, feelings, and behavior. Think of an iceberg, and, and we're all aware of that, and a lot of what the iceberg consists of is below the surface. And what we're trying to do here in the self-awareness segment is to uh, surface some of those uh, subconscious priorities and preferences so you're more aware and then uh, have a lot of advantages that you can capture from this heightened awareness. Okay, today's uh, start is to uh, talk about the value for uh, heightened self-awareness. Let's start with the value for anyone, and then we'll go to the value uh, for uh, you, especially as a leader. In general, uh, heightened self-awareness 
uh, allows you to better manage you incorporated. Gaining greater clarity regarding the drivers of your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Now, specifically, the values include you'll be able to be more authentic, avoid being a phony. Nobody likes a phony, and it's easy for people to detect when there's a misalignment of uh, people's behavior, thoughts, and expressions, and so forth, and what they truly think or feel. A second um, uh, specific advantage is uh, gain more uh, personal effectiveness, that is, doing the right things, and efficiency, doing things right. Another one is peace of mind, the, the alignment that comes with thinking, feeling, and behavior with the real you. Another is define and navigate your destiny. This is a biggie. Uh, create or choose paths that are right for you versus leaving it to the fate of someone else to decide what's right for you. To be able to glide versus grind it out. Here's a good question for you. Who would I be, you be, if no one ever told you who you should be? We get a lot of input through our lives and a lot is well-intended and, and so forth and so on. But it all comes down to uh, you thinking through what's uh, best for you and and uh, uh, what uh, what you can really excel at. Another advantage is a keener self-awareness. As you experience life out there with a great awareness of yourself, there's a tendency you'll be more aware of just what's going on with others in the situation. Daniel Goleman calls this uh, EI, emotional intelligence. Uh, but I see it, I, I, that term has always been a little bit limiting to me. Uh, emotional to me is kind of too narrow a term. Uh, and intelligence uh, deals more, I think, with the brain, where we're talking about consciousness here, the mind. So it's always been a little bit uh, uh, narrow for me. I came up originally some years ago with social intelligence as a as a substitute for emotional intelligence. But of late, I, the term I like to use for what we're talking about here is level of consciousness, level of consciousness. And I define it as the degree of awareness of self and others and just what is going on. And that leads to an enhanced quality of communications and relationships. Let me repeat that because it's important. Level of consciousness, that's what we're trying to raise here, is the degree of which awareness of self and others exists and also in terms of what is going on. This leads to enhanced quality and communications and relationships. Another advantage and the final one under for anybody would be continuous learning and growth. Uh, Being more aware of, uh, of the real you allows you to focus more in terms of your needs of personal development. Let's move now to uh, having finished uh, values for anyone to especially values for leaders. Uh, number one is a leadership fit. You're better in a position to ascertain uh, what leadership roles or organizations and assignments and that sort of thing best fits the real you. Uh, alignment of your personal values, organizational culture values, and and that sort of thing. Another is model the way. Modeling the way, very, very important practice of leadership. And it starts with you as the leader. Creating an organizational culture or an organizational unit climate, if you're a leader of a, of a department or a region uh, via the organization as a whole. And defining and living the values. It's one thing to define them, another one to live it. Another uh, value for you as a leader is honesty and integrity. This is a biggie. Being authentic about talking the talk and walking the talk. 
the number one characteristic of admired leaders based on the uh, exhaustive research uh, spreading over the globe for over 30 years of Kuzis and Posner of the Leadership Challenge fame is that honesty is the number one uh, characteristic of admired leaders. Now, I add to that integrity. They are different. Honest is speaking the truth. Integrity is doing what you say you're going to do. That's the walking the talk part. I talked to Jim Cousins about this, and he said, well, in their research, they they uh, uh, lumped integrity in with honesty. I separate it. They're different, but uh, we'll put both of them right up there at the top. Just for the uh, completion here, the others that appear consistently in the leadership challenge research is visionary, competence, uh, and competence, by the way, is leadership and management and technical and inspiring. Now, when we talk about inspiring, it's not the raw, raw uh, kind of inspiring, but passionate and collaborative. You don't have to be a big cheerleader, and that's that's fine, you know, but you've got to work with you and, and your style and that sort of thing. Jim Collins and his good to great research has determined that uh, uh, being passionate about what you're doing as a leader and what you're leading and then using the folks in a collaborative way are the two main ingredients of um, inspiring, okay? So again, those uh, number one is uh, honesty, integrity. Number two, or not number two, but the other three kind of lumped together, but they're far of other uh, other characteristics are visionary, competence, and inspiring. Few more in terms of the value of, to uncover these characteristics of you, the uh, pieces under the surface, if you will, of your uh, uh, priorities and your preferences, surfacing them and, and knowing more about you, is that the courage to lead. The courage to take risks, to be bold, uh, being vulnerable is okay as long as you're not a blubbering fool. It's not about being all-knowing, all-wise, and all-powerful. Uh, many leaders make that mistake that they have to have all the answers and so forth. Not so. In fact, people admire the leader, especially the new leader that comes in, that works with them. That doesn't pretend they know it all because that that they discover that right away, Okay. So willing to collaborate with others to generate the best pathways and solutions. Brene Brown has done a, a lot of, uh, at the University of Houston, a lot of nice work on this and uh, on vulnerability. And uh, she talks about vulnerability as really the gateway to courage, uh, which is uh, something to really strive for. A few more. Value to the leader. Consistency, thinking, and behavior uh, need to be continuous consistent in learning and growing and improving but not to be totally unpredictable, okay? A couple more. Self-confidence to handle the rigors of leadership. Riding the waves, as you're probably well aware, it's up and down and back and forth and so forth, and the uncertainties, the surprises, it's all a part of leadership, comes with the game. Uh, handling opposing points of view. Uh, you're bound to get that, especially if you're bold, okay? And you're willing to take risks. And uh, not not always being popular, so the self-confidence to handle those rigors of leadership. And staffing is another one. Uh, the staffing, as you build your staff, the people around you, to to build a complementary, that's with an E complementary, and not a complementary with an I, uh, key personnel. You want uh, uh, not to surround yourself with yes people, but uh, people that will you can engage in quality thinking and, and uh, interacting to come up with the best solutions and the best uh, pathways to action. So that that's uh, the value, uh, many of the values of uh, surfacing the uh, 
your uh, subconscious priorities and and preferences, and then being uh, more uh, alert, greater clarity in terms of your thoughts, feelings, behavior, and just where they come from. What we'll do in the next episode is to uh, answer the question, who am I at a deeper and more substantial level than you uh, probably uh, got to up to now? To go below the surface in your personal iceberg, if you will, increase your self-awareness. Surfacing your subconscious priorities and preferences that drive your thoughts, feelings, and behavior. Okay, uh, but for now, uh, be good, and we'll see you next episode.